Steve Oliver, beginning of 2023, and I cannot tell you how happy I am to see you in this new space. Yeah. I was really worried about you last year. I felt that your landlord might have had some political pressure to put pressure on you guys to get you out. Whatever mm. went on there, mm. I, was, I just thought Steve and Chrissy do not need that extra stress on top of fighting for New Zealand for our rights. But you've gone through it. You've gone through the hard bit. You've moved, yeah. Jims. That must have been massive. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the, uh, we've got the word. Uh, we've just been quietly looking around and just, um, you know, just not really stressing too hard, but just, you know, knew something would come up at the right time and this came up. And, um, yeah, it's a beautiful place, not too far from the existing gym. Yeah. And uh, it's just worked out really good. You know, we, um, yeah, we just didn't take our time. We just felt like it was going to happen at the right moment. And... We worked through the process of going backwards and forwards with agreements and uh, then we sort of said, oh, you know, what? what's the date we can get the keys? And he said, oh, you know, the guy in here was uh, trying to stay on as long as possible. It ended up being the 15th of December. Mm. So I thought, oh, I'd better find out when my lease was up, you know, for the existing uh, gym. And uh, we got the keys on the 15th and the existing gym lease after five years finished on the 20th. So it was just... Yes, yeah, Steve. Be, yeah. Something's looking after you. Yeah, something so, is looking after yeah, you, but so not with perfect. You know? Not without a lot of demands, though. You're still dealing with the blooming court yeah. rubbish. What's going on there? A lot of people uh, wanting yeah, to get an update. Yeah, got a you know, great team, and they uh, keep, you know, they're going and doing the, the court dates and and uh, representing us there well. So we, um, they, I've got a court date this week. Uh, I'm not too sure what day, but they're in there this week, and it's just to set uh, the date and the amount of days needed for the trial. So they're, they're looking for a two to three day trial. Can we just remind people, this is because you mm. kept your gym open mm. through what was absolute apartheid segregation, mm. whatever you call it, a form mm. of racism against those who were not jabbed. You kept your gym open like mm. a real warrior. And for that, you're still being punished all these months later. Yeah, it was just... You this know, is what the trial's yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we weren't trying to do anything special or, you know, trying to get our faces out there. It was just simply they were trying to uh, continue the legacy that my dad started. And it was around uh, just supporting community. And we had some real people at that time, you know, kids especially, that were really, uh, you know, kicked out of all their, uh, you know, kicked out of their sports, kicked out of their networks, you know, uh, felt like they'd been abandoned by society that were really struggling. And, um, you know, they, they came to us with a proposal of uh, kick the kids out and don't let them, uh, you know, be able to access the facility or we're going to fine you 15 grand a day. So it wasn't much of a choice, you know what I mean? You know, especially if something had happened to the kids, that would have been on me. So we just decided that we needed to be there for the kids. Mm. That first interview we did on Christmas Eve of the year before last, mm. and people said, what a hero. He's doing that on behalf of Kiwis mm. who, who didn't go along with a wrong policy yeah. by the government. And let's face it, the policy was shown to be rubbish. Yeah. It didn't stop the, the spread. It, it wasn't safe. No. They've got thousands of jab injured. So mm. it wasn't safe and it wasn't effective. Mm. And for that, you're still being persecuted. So can I just put an appeal out to the police? It would look a lot better in the, in the eyes of the public if you drop these charges against Steve. Oliver. We're going to keep following it this year, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if those charges are taken to the right to the yeah. court door and then dropped just to yeah. give some psychological wearing oh, down. Yeah, I, I, I got all intentions of defending them because they, you know, they feel like they, you know, if you stand up uh, uh, for something and it, uh, even if they're in the wrong, they're going to, you know, they're going to make an example out of you. But we're not trying to be poster boys for anything. We're just trying to do what's right for the public and, and, and you're right all the evidence has come out but the mainstream won't won't acknowledge it you know they didn't even test I mean that should be enough right there to just drop everything but they didn't even test for transmission yeah whether it affected transmission and it was you know that's the whole pretense behind the whole vaccine pass and the whole mm. apartheid system was because you're going to infect me or you're going to infect mum or you're going to kill my grandmother that was the that was the, the uh, one-liners. Yeah, the that pretense. was the one-liners. They were flying down the uh, every day over the the narrative. They were flying over the mainstream TV and the radio that uh, you know we were we were a danger to the public, and it was absolute nonsense. You know, and they knew it was nonsense at the top end. The, the people at the top knew it was nonsense, but the people you know that were getting fed the narrative went along with it. You know, and um, it's embarrassing looking back at it, but it is what it is. You know, and uh, you know we just. 
trying to get on with it. I think 2023, I think we've turned the corner and hopefully we can get into some clear space and we've got a lot of kids coming through here that have got a lot of potential. <clears throat> I think it's taken a little bit for uh, a lot of people, you know, around the country to get just out of that uh, mindset around, uh, you know, lockdowns and just all their goals were shelved and, you know, just, uh, you know, dreams were put on hold and people really took a look at what, you know, you know, the structure of their lives and a lot of people, you know, even left the sport. So we're coming through a bit of a time, but I can feel the energy's up this year and people are refocused and just going, man, last two years has been an absolute waste of time. Let's get into life, you know. And this is adults and children who mm. can come here. Mm. To me, this would be one of the best ways to counter any depression from the last yeah. two years. Are you seeing that, the ones who, the adults yeah. and kids who come along to this oh, gym? 100%. No, yeah. as soon as you get uh, active and you start getting the blood flowing, it's just great for the mindset, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's well documented, that uh, physical, uh, you know, exercise is great for depression. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, you know, it's just get moving, get the blood flowing, get some, you know, decent water into you and uh, you know get off the processed food man it's just uh, it's a game changer so here we are just down from Lynn Mall yeah and it's 26 Veronica Street yeah. just at the back they're easy to find yeah are your numbers going up? Are you finding lots of people coming through the door? Yeah, I mean, uh, just the existing members are, <coughs> have been great. We didn't get a big drop-off even through the lockdowns. A lot of our existing members really had our backs, and it's just been a real community project getting this thing off the ground. We've just had a massive uh, turnout from the community, and, you know, there's been a real core group of boys that have turned up and really helped us out, and we couldn't. I couldn't yeah. have done this by myself. It was, uh, it's a team effort and, you know, all, pr all praise goes to the, to the team. You know, they've done a great job and we've got a beautiful facility here for, for people to come and train and, and, and you know, just, just community, come together as a community and support each other and, and you know, achieve their dreams. And, Gorgeous. Yeah. See, they have your back, but you've always had their back. You and Chrissy. What, what part did Chrissy play in all this? You're wonderful. Wife. Oh, Chrissy's the one that does all the back end. She does, you know, just makes it all happen. You know, really, I just mm. turn up to, to classes and Steve, that's and very teach. modest. That's not quite yeah. true. I know how hard you Oh, but she, she's great, man. She just, uh, you know, fills the gaps and yeah. we work great as a team. She's amazing, yeah. Yeah, she's an amazing wife. So I've got a friend here who's um, dropped in and I'm going to talk to him mm. after I talk to you. Yeah. Robbo, I wonder if I could just invite him in because I want to discuss yeah. New Zealand, the three of us. Robbo, would you be able to come and join us? Nice to see you. Yeah, Robbo. <laughs> well, let's not pretend we did meet beforehand, but Robbo and Steve, come and sit next to Steve. <laughs> come and tuck in. But Robbo, yeah, we just thought we'd, we'd use today to talk a bit with Steve, who's always very straight up about New Zealand and the state of play of this country. So I want you to kick that discussion off, Steve. Where, where do you think we're at now? Jacinda Ardern's resigned. Mm. A lot of people saying, you know, she, she should have faced the music. She should be staying yeah. to face the music at the election polls. And that, I believe, would have been a, an absolute trouncing at yeah. the election. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we just would not have voted for her. I can't find anyone who supports no. her. What do, what do you think the state of play is in New Zealand? Well, from I, think, your I think what she's done is she's held, held all these emergency uh, sittings and passed legislation that we've got no idea what the, what the long-term effects are on this legislation that she's passed. I mean, they're still whacking legislation through. I saw uh, supplements and uh, vitamins bill going through. Therapeutic products bill. Yeah, yeah. This is how ridiculous it is. I mean, even, totally even, even oatmeal is on the restricted list. Oh. Oatmeal. So what, do I have to go to a doctor to get a, to script, a script for oatmeal? Basically, potentially anything that is good for your health. Could be, could be registered I mean, I mean, as a medicine. I mean, honestly, the guys that are passing this through, is there any experts on there? Because all these politicians, these guys, they, eat a, they drink a flat white for breakfast, lunch and dinner, and they might have a scone, and these guys are telling me how to get healthy, yeah. or, or what I'm restricted, what I, can, I, can, uh, I can't access over the counter to make me and my family healthy. I mean, it's an absolute piss take. You it know is. What I mean, honestly, I just... I can't believe that we're just sitting back and letting these guys control our lives to this, t to, to, to this point, you know what I mean? It's unbelievable. And Robert, they introduced that bill just before Christmas when everyone's going on holiday and they're going to have the next reading on March the 5th when people are just kind of getting their head around the New Year. So it's been all this rushed through legislation. Mm. Where do you, what's your take on New Zealand at the moment, Robert? Um, 
Yeah, well, it's, there's lots of legislation. That's just one of them. And, um, you know, some of the other ones, the, the school lockdown one, it was pretty concerning when that went through, what that gives the, um, the power to do. But back to Jacinta, like, I, look, I think she's ripped the heart out of New Zealand and New Zealand people, to be honest. Um, it's, um, you look at the things that make New Zealand what it is, you know, trust, values, democracy. Um, Listening to each other, exactly. respecting um, each other. Empathy, all that stuff, it's sort of uh, been put on the back shelf a bit, and um, that's what I call her heart, really, and that's what I mean when I say that. She's, uh, at New Zealand um, doesn't seem to have the same values um, yeah. that it used to, and I think if we picked a leader that was um, representing New Zealand values, I think we're way better off, far yeah. better off than Jacinta. She was good at the spin. She was good at the propaganda. And be kind. Be kind. You know, I well, talked to Steve in, a year and a bit ago, Robbo, and I could see he could see through all the all the BS. Many of us could. When did you first realise this is this is spin? I'm being played here. Um, this is not sincere. Mm. I was a bit late to the party, I guess. Mm. The um, first bit of COVID we got was um, when I saw the video or the news on TV of. Uh, these Chinese guys dying in the street and mm. cleaning the street. I, you know, I was pretty worried for my family, to be honest. Mm. And um, we went to lockdown, and, you know, yeah. I, I looked after them and, you know, collected all the older people on right down the road. I'd go get the groceries for them and make sure they were right. And, you know, I bought into it. And then um, New Zealand got rid of that. And I thought, that wasn't too bad, you know. Yeah. Enjoyed the lockdown, to be honest, um, the family. And then uh, when the second wave sort of hit and they were starting to talk about this vaccine, I was, well, didn't really seem that bad. And I, I didn't know and then the big red flag for me was um when they started pushing it like yeah. um i don't need to be told to to do anything to look after my family it just happens you know and um uh it just didn't make sense in my gut so i looked into it a bit and then i realized i did play the right mm. yeah that was so because because mm. these warrior males that we have in new zealand a lot of the all blacks i remember steve putting out a call saying where are the all black warrior men standing with you steve you were one of our few warrior men speaking up there were a lot of women in yeah. the early days going my gut's not right about this don't want this for my family mm. that had a bit of an effect steve's call on you didn't it robert um i remember watching it for sure um yeah. you know all those little bits and pieces that you you watch um yeah they, they're just planting seeds really you're getting another guy's opinion mm. and, and, yeah. and the reason for that he's got those opinions and I certainly didn't close the eye off or dismiss anything I, I watched. And I remember I remember Steve saying that vividly. Um, yeah. And I know what he means now. You know, um, yeah. it's um, we do have to be a bit stronger than what we have been, I think. There's a lot of people yeah. saying the same things we're doing, but unless we actually do something to stop it, um, yeah. as far as um, standing up a bit when we have to, mm. um, it's going to keep happening, you know? Mm. It's going to keep happening unless we do yeah. this, which is open communication. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, uh, you know, a lot of people are just saying, bro, just open up on the sly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or go get a, uh, you know, fake vaccine pass and then go to the movies with your kids and, and, and do all the rest of it. But I was just like, you just missed the whole whole point. If we all do that, then they win. You know what I mean? Even if, if we're getting away with it, it's all... Uh, you know, we're still bowing the knee to the system, you know, and I just think it's absolutely, I don't think we should have to hide a, a way to open the gym or go to the movies. There was know? one guy I met early on who, who said, you know, want to fight for New Zealand, love what you're doing, Liz, want to support you. Mm. Blow me down, he then tells me that he's paid a young guy mm. to take his jab. Mm. I just looked at him and thought, I don't want to work with you. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's your integrity? Yeah, I mean, it's, How are you I doing mean, you know, I, I understand. This costs. Yeah, it's still it costs complying, isn't it? to stand yeah. up. It is. I understand it. it. I, I do understand. You know, yeah. I'll hide away and I'll, I'll do. You know, I'll get away with it. But at the end of the day, we, are we really getting away with it? Because it just, it just, we're just giving the system the power to uh, basically, yeah, run an apartheid system, and it's going to catch up with us at some stage. Yeah. We either fight up, and we just, we either stand up and say, hey, this is wrong. Or we say it's wrong and in, in secret. It might as well not say anything. You yeah. know what I mean? So I just, uh, you know, and just as far as what in New Zealand, I mean, it's multicultural. That's where the, the New Zealand I grew up. I grew up with Maori, Pacific Islanders. You know, my, uh, I've yeah. got a. This guy's like a second dad to me. He's full, full Samoan. You know, I spent most of my uh, younger years at his house growing up. You know, his green bananas and you know, just full, full island, island styles. And uh, you know, he's like a second dad. That's the community we grew up in.
mm. you know, and it's not a Pakeha against anybody, it's us against, you know, the system really. I mean, this, this you know, tyrannical system that's trying to, trying to make it about us and them, you know. Mm. I mean, I just saw a, a video yesterday about uh, up at uh, Watangi, you know, and this old uh, Komato, he's 82 or 85 years old. 85, Re I think. Yeah, returned was. serviceman. All of these statutes in the Parliament of England assembled and all the dominions belonging there too and all of the laws and customs of the same. Therefore, you know, there is a difference between statute and law. Law is made by the Atua. The law of gravity was not made by man. Now I want to go on and say that there is three groups of people assembled here today. There is the elected public servant and there is the appointed public servant with the emphasis on public servant. And there's the public. And there's the public. Let me finish. And there's the public. Now, I was late and I apologise. And I hope that in my absence that they began this hui, hands off, with with our national anthem, Ehoa Atua. So, before this fellow forces this 82-year-old Komatua returned servicemen, leave me alone, let them do their things. Okay, if you did not begin this hui with our national hymn, end the hui with this national hymn. And if you don't, then stand just leave me alone. Let the bell not be between you and I. Let the bell be between This guy's white here. He's earned the right to speak. You know what I mean? And where's the mana? Where's the mana? Yeah. You know, some guy turns up there, some tough guy, trying to, trying to pull this 85-year-old man. What's this guy done? Yeah. You know, what's his, what's his story? That he's able to, to, you know, silence somebody. He should have earned the right to speak up there. You know what I mean? And then there's a, you know, one, another politician that got up and tried to speak and say, hey, I just buried my dad. Vaccine injury, I've buried 40 in the last, I don't know, month or something. That's 40 every Donna Pokere Phillips. Yes, the, the you know, deputy leader of and the, the and, then, and they use our culture, they, they start singing over her. Yeah. I mean, they're weaponising this against the people and it's just the elite at the top Absolutely. telling the rest what to do because they're, they're, they're holding the purse strings. You know, and I through talked the to Sue Gray about that yesterday. She said the person who led the singing was Marama Davidson from the Green Party. Unbelievable. Leader of yeah, the Green Party. Yeah, yeah. They're just drowning them out with their own culture. Using, using their own culture against them. And their whole thing them. is just don't talk. I mean, yeah. did you see that, Robert? Yeah, did I actually seen that video yesterday. And, and it's infuriating. Um, I don't know. If, 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 it wouldn't have happened if I was standing right next to that guy. I tell you what would now. you have done, Steve? I wouldn't have let him put hands on the old man. Yeah. You know, it's disgusting. Some yeah. tough guy getting up there trying to be the man, trying to, trying to you know, silence. A, 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 heavy, a, a, heavy. What, a, what an embarrassment. A man he should have shown And all the guys respect. that stood around and watched that happen, I just can't believe you guys can still hold your head up, man. Come on, guys. Come on, man. There's a, there's a baseline. There's, you know, where's the, where's the mana? Anything. Give us anything. Bit of self-respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? To have someone, you know, that's a senior and elder in our, in our society being treated like that. Makes you weak. What did you oh, feel, Rob? Well, I put myself in her shoes, really, like, you know, buried her father, which is a vaccine injury, and if I'm, if I was standing up there and trying to ask a question to a politician mm. about the things that led up to that, I, I, um, I don't think I would have been very happy to put mildly um, when they started mm. singing over me and try to mm. sit me down. Um, They're just asking me to, to be heard. Yeah. They're just asking me to be heard. And it's, and, and, yeah, and it's and in our society now, you can't even be heard. If yeah. you go against the narrative, you're, you're going to get sung over and you're going to get swept up, or you're going to, you know, you're not going to make the papers, you're not going to make the media. The media's going to drown you out, the media's going to discredit you. You know, this is, this is where we're at, you know. And, and Christopher Luxon is as bad. He, he was being asked some questions at the end of a bit of a speech yesterday. Just he, he scampered out the door like a scared rabbit. This is, mm. These are not the men that we Only want. Only accredited journalists. Oh. It's, right. The thing is, too, it's... <laughs> Only accredited journalists are allowed to ask questions. It started a couple of years ago when yeah. Jacinta said, I'm the single source of truth. And, That's um, it. That was it. And they believe it. 
there's a lot of people that do. I think if, if, as soon as you start trying to let someone know something you knew or know about the vaccine, yeah. um, the blinkers go up and they'd rather believe that it's safe and effective because they yeah. got told just... So they, they choose believing something over knowing something a lot of the time. They just... Only because they shut it out. Yeah. Mm. And um, I think we've, it's really divided. You're either an anti-vax or a vaxxer when mm. it's so much deeper than that, you mm. know? Um, people are getting hurt. Yeah. People have lost a lot. Um, people are getting bloody going to court to defend training a few guys in their gym. Like, mm. it's, it's deeper than a grin could take a vex and not a vex. Absolutely. She's, a, she's at the root choice. of all this. Yeah. This is tyranny. Mm. This is bullying of the people by a few who are supposed to It's just freedom of choice, human, basic human rights. We're not asking for anything special. Yeah. I just don't want to take a needle if I don't believe there's right for me and my family. I think it's not a high level equation. Yeah. You know, you're either, you're either free as a human to choose what goes into your body or you're not. And obviously we're not. You'll be amazing in court if this does come to court. Could I ask everybody watching this to put some money into the account at the end just to help Steve keep going with the legal challenge? Because your challenge is on behalf of all of us. I mean, he's, he's brave, isn't he, Robert? He's, he's a brave man. He thinks yeah, well, he's not. He doesn't seem that brave cause, just because he's morally right and it mm. should be the normal. Yes, um, that and that's the thing well. that's so disappointing. It's um, a lot of people aren't prepared now to just do what's morally right. And mm. you know, we have to really prove it but it's actually provable now like uh, i don't think steve will have any worries because um the people love all them. i've got to stand on is well it was a rule but mm. let's look at the you know the forced vax the forced mandates the forced lockdowns um if that stuff were worked we'd still be doing it now because i don't know if you're aware but this is the anniversary week of the protest um last we're a thousand percent more cases this week than we were this time last year this is after all those forced stuff. Mm. If it really did work, why isn't a government still pushing that stuff on us? Because I'd do anything to protect my family. Mm. Yeah. Um, it, what it means is it didn't work, and it. it was illegal, and the government knows it. And the person who's doing all the forcing of that has now buggered off. And I don't think it's a fluke she's buggered off. Or I think she knows it didn't work, and she hasn't got the courage to stand up and say yeah. it. You'll be to no worries. Yeah, but then, you know, Labor's putting out this new face, you know what I mean? Like, they're totally against that, and they're going to, you know, revive the party and all this. Mate, they were the ones that wouldn't talk, talk to any... The whole, whole of those... All those politicians down in Wellington wouldn't... They signed off and wouldn't even acknowledge the... Politi uh, the the, uh, the people. Yeah, protesters in Wellington. They, they decided to, to not even go and, uh, uh, you know, talk to the people. Couldn't even walk down those steps. No. I, I think not one of them should be voted back in in I the next election. Right. Not one. And I'm, a... I'm hoping Labour will fall over as a party and never revive. Yeah. That's well, what well, I they, they deserve it. Yeah. You know, in, in the three waters, you know, in no, other, no other politician even voted for it. No. But Labour was able to get it through just because they had the, uh, the numbers. You know what I mean? No other, no, no other party yes. voted for it. They just... And no... no uh, no council voted for it. No council wanted it. No. I mean, that's pure. Just that's a that is a, a dictatorship right there. Okay. We're going to sell your assets. We don't care what you say. Yeah. Robert, yeah. I do agree. It's um, it's a it's a real abuse of the position they found themselves mm. in. I think um, mm. it's not how it's supposed to work. It's just mm. like um, if I got myself into a leadership role in a government, me going rogue and just telling everyone what to do mm. um, is not the way it works. Um, it seems so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that, would that have worked in a rugby team? You know, just the person not at the, the top, years. Richie McCaw. Okay, I'm just telling you guys all what to do. Mm. I'm not going to listen to any of your suggestions. And mm. would you have won the World Cup? Mm. Not likely. Anyone in any sports team or any group that's got any success, um, you'll find the leaders are generally, they're not the guys who are standing up the front doing the talking. Mm. Um, they'll be the guys who best represent the values of that team. Um, Explain that a bit more, because <clears> that's what a leader of a country should be. Um, I guess you'll have it in the gym. What, 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 are the, what, are, what are we? What are we? What does this gym mean to you? What do you need? You need a, you know, sacrifice, discipline. Lead from yep. the front. Um, Actually, do you want it in you know. the belly, not the back. Little yeah, things yeah. like that. We've got to be honest yeah. with each other. We have to listen to each other. Yeah. If you really want to su succeed, we have to all contribute in one way or another. Um, um, there's no one bigger than the team, all that sort of stuff. It's called the warm fuzzies, but it's the stuff you have to come up with. And then you've got to create a culture where that stuff is lived. That's and it. you don't put up with 
anyone who doesn't fit to mm. their culture mm. or you get them to the where they need to be. And um, that's when you get success, when you've got a culture that um, everyone comes into um, that has real success. Yeah. Like the All Blacks, for example, Crusaders, um, excellent cultures that anyone goes into and ends up playing their best rugby, you know. Um, but they're based on respect. Everything yeah. you outlined is based on respect, on listening, on working together. Yeah. Not one little woman at the top going, yeah. oh, you know, you'll now, do you what had I a want. Bloke standing, telling everyone what to do, yeah. every second, not listening to everyone else, you're doomed to fail. Yeah. yeah. Just like New Zealand. As Especially it, if he's not li living it, you know, if he's right. just talking it up yeah. and he's not, you know, 100%. rolling it out on a day-to-day -day basis, people just you know, have no respect for him. There was an amazing story we've talked a bit on the phone, Robbo, and, and you were saying about Richie. It really struck me that he would stay behind and clean the changing sheds sometimes. Um, and he'd stay behind. Him. It was like, I vividly remember it actually. We um, were in a changing room and we just won the Blitters on Tri Nations in one game, yeah. you know. It's, you know, there's Big a bit of like cups flying around and you're having a few yeah. drinks out of that and there's a pretty good feeling in the camp and um, under the stadium it's just the boys and we're getting dressed up in that and Richie's just got in the corner sweeping up some starting to clean up the so all, sudden all the boys are doing it and it's mm. it's just little things like that um, you know Richie first to train last to leave yeah just, just, them, yeah, just yeah. if you had 15 Richie's you'd never ever lose a game yeah. it's as simple as that because he lives and breathes everything that you need out of anyone in any team and um, that makes a good leader. Didn't have to say much. Um, it's just, I mean, you compare something like that to uh, the leadership we have in New Zealand, who doesn't mind division, who doesn't mind... Um, well, creates it. That's right. Yeah. Um, actually, almost inflames it and, and encourages it, yeah. Encourages it. Um, who won't listen, who, t who sees she's the podium of truth and don't listen oh. to anyone else. That's a red flag, massively. And, um, and then pastes over everything with, with feel-good stories and propaganda and, oh, Clark, you and I can get married when we wonder whether they... What is the true story there? We don't know, but a lot of people are questioning. Mm. A lot of people are questioning insincerity from mm. that leadership mm. and propaganda and spin mm. don't It's just it. no accountability. They don't That's the, pro the, the problem is yeah. with any uh, politics, there's no accountability. They can pass whatever they want and they can just ride off into the sunset and there's no accountability. Yeah, it's You know, there should be a rule where if they get caught lying three times in, in a term, they're out. You know what I mean? They'd be Man, all we'd out by no, lunchtime. We'd have no leadership. Yeah, they'd be all out by lunchtime. <laughs> but they seem to be able to just lie and just move forward yeah, and just I say, agree. oh, you know, get over it. I agree. You know, back in, in the day, they used to use gallows. Well, well, well <laughs> but, but, but back in the day, I mean, you know, if one of the politicians, you know, this is only five, six, you know, years ago, if one of the politicians was seen to be you know, travelling for a personal, uh, personal expense on on the taxpayer money, you know, or getting a pair of underpants or something on taxpayer money, he'd, he'd be mainstream, you know, be headlines. But now these guys are blowing billions of dollars and no one can ask a question. They get sung over. Now the media has definitely yeah. got a lot to answer for. I think it's the biggest driving force between the, behind this whole thing. Um, Robbo, I absolutely agree. It's being held up now by mainstream media. The whole yep. lie is being held up by New Zealand's mm. mainstream media. Mm. And this will be at their feet that they're keeping it going now. Yeah. Well, it's to their peril it's, because everyone, you know, people are awake now. Yeah. People aren't so, you know, the COVID's gone and it was, you know, it wasn't, it's obvious it wasn't made out to be what it really was, mm. you know. And it was, uh, you know, it just grand stood on the whole issue and bankrupted the country to... Uh, you know, to uh, keep the narrative going. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, how many billion of dollars are we in debt now over this scam? 128. Yeah. It's appalling. Yeah. Where to from here? Robert, how do you see we could rebuild it? Let's, let's paint a beautiful rosy picture that we get a group of individuals into parliament by some miracle in the next, in the next election. And they are decent Kiwis who just, who don't want power, don't want fame, don't want even money. They want to serve our country. They want to get it cleaned up and they want to get back to their, their real lives, like you two men. What say we could get you in? And, and I know it's blue sky here, but, but what would you do? What, what, what would we aim to do to inspire the best out of New Zealand? Because, yeah, we can look back and go, Labour did this and Labour lied, and, but I think most people are waking up. What's the New Zealand we want to build, is my question. I think you outlined it a bit with that team talk that you said. Um, the first thing... You can't rebuild really unless you got rid of all the junk and the shit. That's true. And um, we've got to, I don't know how you clean that out. Um, that's, that's the trouble, I think. It's, uh, 
There's a lot of corruption. Yeah, it's just, and, and um, it's a really hard question to answer. I, I know exactly, well not exactly, but I, I think the easy answer is I'd pick nearly anyone that I know over anyone in Palm right now, mainly because <laughs> yes. I know that they will sit down and make decisions, they will listen, they'll, they'll make decisions based on what's best for New Zealanders in the country. And if you have someone who does that, who will listen, um, and you know whose heart is in the direction of the country and its people, that's it. That's, that's the direction we should head in. But um, until we have some, uh, right people at the top, and generally the people that are like that don't put their hands up for those leadership roles. That's the irony. Um, so it's, it's really hard um, mm. because I don't think politically we ever get out of this mess. It's just my own belief. I think um, it's going to take the, the people to, um, to stand up a bit. <laughs> Not a bit, I mean a, a hell of a lot more than what we are. Like uh, it's, um, people win this, I think, in the end. But yeah. it's just how, how does that look and how do we win it in the end? And mm. the way it's going, it's, it has to be won when you're in the right in the corner and you have to come out and uh, no one wants it. That's beautifully said. The way I do I to inspire myself when I'm exhausted I, I look back and I think my father didn't go to World War II and fight and do something he absolutely didn't want to do mm. for me to do nothing. Mm. So that gets me out of bed every day still fighting mm. and then I look forward and I think I've got a little one-year-old granddaughter and I'm not going to leave this world of mm. corruption, this New Zealand of corruption mm. to her. So Steve, what's, what's your go forward for this country? And what yeah, you want to get those I, beautiful I kids? Think, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a quick fix, but I think we get uh, just key people that really have New Zealand's uh, best interests at heart, yeah. that have, you know, and this is a game changer, some real life experience, you yeah. know, in what they're talking about. A lot of these guys, you know, haven't even held down a job, but just career politician. Chris Hipkins, 16 yeah. years ago in London with Blair and Ardern yeah. and oh my God. But where's their real life experience, you know, no and, it, and it's obvious with some of these, this legislation that, that they're putting through, you know, uh, just you, you go one, more than one or two phases deep on any of these issues and all they do is they turn up the volume, they start screaming hysterically, you know, there's just no real just, there's just no real substance to a lot of the stuff that they're trying to propose, you know. A lot of this green energy is a, is a, is a fairy tale. We all want a clean planet. We all want a clean yeah, New yeah. Zealand. But this is not the way I want no, to do no. it. 15 minute cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, heard that being... Uh, Hamilton. Yeah, starting to implement 15 minute cities where, you know, you aren't able, your freedom of uh, movement is going to be restricted or taxed or whatever they want to do, you know. And, and I mean, you know, that's, that's the joke is that, uh, you know, you, they can't even stop uh, drug dealing in jails. Mm. But if we pay them enough, they're going to change the temperature. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and, it's and, 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 you know, like more, more, more tax. I mean, it's already coming in, right? You know, this youth, youth tax. And, and I've seen, you know, uh, in other areas around the world, you're not able to access the inner city unless you're in a green vehicle. Or, you know, if you aren't in a green vehicle, you're going to get taxed you know, for going in specific areas and prioritised parking around green green vehicles. But I'm just seeing, you know, uh, around the world, that they're restricting more and more electric cars. Mm. You know, they're not letting them on, I think it was Germany, they're not letting them on the main transport, the ferries over there, they're not letting uh, electric cars because of the fire hazard. Uh, you know, I think it's the US, if you park your car, an electric vehicle in your garage, your uh, house uh, insurance uh, is cancelled because the, the, the fire risks on these things is phenomenal. It's, it's never talked about yeah. in mainstream media. They can just spontaneously combust mm. and you cannot put them yeah, out yeah, for yeah, ages yeah, and yeah. ages. Well, they just, what they do is they put a silver sheet over the top, you know, because they can't put water on it. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, you know, like once again, there's just no real substance to the, this direction that they're trying to push everybody and it's just doomed to fail, you know what I mean? A huge one too that I was at a farmers meeting last night on a farm in South Auckland, huge one is Kiwis don't want our farmland sold and pine trees put on it. Yeah. Are you finding that where you're living Robert? Um, not so much in our area because it's it's called the Golden Triangle where we live sort of it's meta meta morals or terror which is really prime dairy land. Yeah. Um, so it's still, they're still doing a right on there. Because the, the Kiwis who don't understand, they're, they're overseas companies buying our land, yep. beautiful farmland, to offset their carbon carbon credits yep. overseas, and we're selling really? off 
our land to overseas companies and they're putting it in pine trees and pine trees I mean, acidify the soil and ruin the soil. I believe, but I mean, you know, and we're a food producing nation. And we're letting that happen. You know what I mean? But, what kind you know, of government does that? But I mean, uh, you know, like it is, it just defies. But I mean, if there's carbon credits, if we're going to get, uh, you know, fined for CO2 output, I mean, surely we are, you know, we have a little bit in the bank as far as our output, you know, our uh, oxygen output. Surely mm. we, sh we get brownie points for the amount of trees in New Zealand to start with. You know, no, you just don't start with a, you know, a, a blank slate. Yeah, blank whiteboard you know what i mean we 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 should be in the in the green as far as but that's as... buying into this whole system because robert yeah. where do you stand on that for me i'm at the point of saying climate schmimit look honestly we look after our, our environment yes but yeah. not doing it at the world economic forum climate change fear porn way yes yeah, it's, it's it's very similar to the whole science behind the covid like it's 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 really, we've got enough facts now to to blow away um that whole covid theory like yeah. um that the numbers speak for themselves, and we can go into those if you want. But um, climate change, like I forget where I think we're like 0.1 percent, or 0.2 of 1 percent of yeah. the global total global emissions. Yeah, yeah. So if you wipe New Zealand off the face of the earth, we we help out 0.2 yeah. of 1 percent. Yeah. So, we, but yet the amount of uh, damage we're doing to the country. Yeah. Um, to the world. Yeah. And if cows really are the problem, just like the unvaccinated were the problem. Um, if the unvaccinated were killing everyone in New Zealand for not taking the jab, I would be behind forcing them to get a vax. If it was the reason between them dying and or my, my family dying and not. If the product was actually worked exactly. you know, and, and exactly. safe, like they said it was. And was I think yeah, any, yeah. anyone would, it was experimental. would take it um, mm. to protect their family. And it's just like, um, if cows really are the problem, if cows are that much of a problem to this global emissions, kill them all. But don't expect to believe that by paying some money, it's going to fix the actual problem. How's the problem sorted out? But big business has churned out trillions of tons of CO two over the you know since the. Like on that, like they yeah. won't even meet the. Um, but these these guys are the ones uh, you know. Telling to, us what to do. Starting to roll out this uh, yeah. the credit system. I mean, the best the best visual image was a lineup of private jets at the latest World Economic Forum yeah. yep. uh, airfield leading into Davos, and you think all those hypocrites are flying there in their private jets to tell us. Where's the Zoom call? Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? So th the thing is ludicrous. Let's get back to the New Zealand we could build. Robert, what's your ideal New Zealand? What what size central government would you like? Uh, I haven't even thought about this sort of stuff, to be honest. Um, it's I don't like thinking about one or two people or three people mm. uh, le leading a country. I think exactly we've, um, decentralising. Yeah, we've, we've got to. The people have the power, and we actually legally. Um, it's, there's no legal obligation to actually comply to what the government's doing, and, and you can look right. deeper into that if you want. But um, is that the whole common law system? You've yeah, it's, at? it's it's um it's it's I'm still trying to wrap my head around it myself. Yeah. But um I call it moral law. Is uh, morally we shouldn't have to do anything. It's well we shouldn't have to do anything. It's immoral to be coerced. Exactly. Yeah, like um if if, if you're right, you're right. And um, mm. um I just I'd like to think that people could nearly manage themselves with yes. um if they had the right people. Um, I don't know, I haven't really thought about it, it's a hard question, um, I don't know what a, I guess a good New Zealand to me looks like it was through my childhood, I, n I never noticed anything that was, we never had any wars or um, there might have been a little bit of bickering but I didn't notice it politically, um, mm. everyone, if you're stuck in the work, you got what you wanted, you could get ahead, you know, things were neighbors affordable, helped each other. neighbours, you know, there was um, a lot of people put a lot of work into their own communities and um, yes. um, volunteering. That's just yeah. sort of disappearing now. There's, there's divisions everywhere. You're either black or white or rich or poor or vax or unvax and yeah. everyone looks each other sideways now rather than in the eye. And it's uh, and yeah, that was probably um, probably a, a bit like the protest down there. You, mm. Every morning got up and you walked around, every, everyone was good morning, how are you? And you look in the eye and uh, it was, uh, despite the media said, it was. Um, a really good community field in there. Yeah. Um, some of that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that puts it so well. Get back to what was created a year ago community. in Wellington in the mm. Freedom Village and mm. then like everything with Jacinda distorted a river of filth. It yeah. was a river of, ki of was real the best, kindness. Best part of New Zealand, man. Been, Wasn't it, Steve? Oh, it was great people and you know, there was, you know, there was policemen down there. Free food and Yeah, kids. there was policemen, there was firefighters, there was guys that had been 
you know, had been uh, really affected by this mandate, and uh, they all the, all the politicians decided to turn their back on mass. It was a it was a pretty embarrassing time for for New Zealand. But uh, you know, I went down there and I just yeah, it was the best community spirit I've ever seen. Mm. You know, it's like a campground in the in, in the 80s or 90s. You know, just everyone was there together, all as one. No one cared your, your background or mm. what colour you were. Everyone was just a Kiwi and. Um, you know, there was ladies helping everybody out, just putting a, a call out for who needed washing done, yeah. who needed a place to stay. There was free, free food, free, free yeah, free, yeah. free. Uh, you know, it was cold down there in a couple of uh, weeks there, and uh, there was free clothing. There was, that was unreal, man. There was, a, yeah, like his most, most epic community spirit I'd ever seen. So I went down there. And I just got us. I was down there for two or three days, and then I came home and took the kids down just because I wanted to see them you know I just wanted them to see see it you know because I think it's a special time it's a special uh, special lot of people down there that were willing to stand up against something that was wrong you know? that's what we can rebuild mm. I still believe that and if mm. you look at photos of the convoy there were there were thousands mm. on the street sides there were mm. so many yeah. where are all those Kiwis they're watching they're yeah. waiting they yeah. want some real leadership yeah that was a special day though did you go on the convoy no I didn't you I left from home and um, I caught up between my home and Hamilton to one of the convoys heading through and it was pissing down the rain and um, the people on, at the end of their driveways and um, so I didn't really get a gauge of how big the convoy was because I was just yeah. a few cars in front of me yeah. so I didn't really know but um, the people on the sides of the road in every town um, in the rain, uh, mm. I don't mind saying I got a bit of dust in my eye, yeah. I was in the ute by myself and it yeah. was it was like, holy shit, I'm not just the only crazy buggy yeah, here, you know, yeah. and um, it, yeah. it felt so good driving all the way up there and then realising how big it was over bridges and all the rest of it. And um, when you get to Wellington, you sort of, that's when you got a gauge of how big it was. Yeah. Um, it was a bit bigger than 250 that got printed in the media, whatever it was. But, <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> but the, everything was laid on because the amount of people that, um, from what I'm using, that contributed in one way or another, they couldn't be there, they sent food or clothes mm. and... We had Brimland shops there, you know, um, in, in a week, you know, you could go and listen to a band there, a band there, and a band there. Mm. It was incredible. Um, even the Harry Christians were there, you know, like mm. it was, um, it was, uh, it was a festival. So much stuff happened in one week um, mm. that it was, we bought, we bought more houses in one week than Jacinta has in that three years, like yes. 10,000 homes or whatever it was. Yeah. Amazing. What was built, what mm. was created, the number of hugs. And there wasn't a big breakout of any mythical pandemic because there wasn't a pandemic no. as far as I'm concerned. No. It wasn't. It was a cold that was a yeah. bit nasty and yeah. for yeah. some people. Yeah, we've all had it. We've all had it now. Yeah, it's, no, had it's no secret. So to a message from each of you to finish. Um, mm. Robbo, I'd love to talk to you a little bit more, just one-on-one just -on -one after this. But Steve, it's been lovely having Robbo along, yeah. isn't it? Um, what's your message, Steve, just to Kiwis who are now three years into this, mm. feeling a bit tired? Many have lost businesses. Many have got kids who are struggling mm. and confused and emotionally, you know, the, our kids are being very much assaulted yeah. in schools and universities, being yeah, brainwashed. Psychologically, yeah. It's tough for parents. What, what's yeah. your message as oh, a dad? Just come together, you know, as a family and uh, support your family. You know, that's all I do. I try and focus on the family, make sure they're doing okay. And then, uh, you know, next is your community, you know, yeah. try, and, try and, you know, contribute to the community and. You know, I mean, pray, man. I mean, you know, like the, it's, there's a big picture here, you know, and it's uh, this is not happening by accident. This is, you know, this uh, you can just see society pulling away from biblical principles. Yeah. And uh, you know, you just got to see Hollywood now. I mean, it's just a, it's it's it's, it's no surprise. You know, it's no surprise that these guys are starting to get uh, more and more twisted, more and more. It's demonic. You know, I mean, it's just no other word for it. And. You know, I mean, if it's a trend that the further away from biblical principles, uh, you know, the further away we get, the worse it seems to be getting in society. Is no secret. Is no, it's not a, you know, it's not a surprise. Mm. You know, so just getting back to biblical principles, you know, and and praying because there is a, you know, there's a big picture, and mm. you know, it's life. You know, what we do matters. You know, what I mean, what we do really does matters, and there's people watching, so. Yeah, I just think uh, try and stay the path, stay positive, contribute, yeah. 
many people saying it's a it's a good versus evil. That's yeah, what that's what we're in. Yeah. And those you're right, Steve, the Ten Commandments. You can't go wrong. Do unto others as you'd have them they, do unto but you. But it says in the Bible, it says treat in the end. Treat people the way you want to yeah, be treated. Yeah, it says in the end that evil will be seen as good as good as evil. And and now you you you, you uh, talk about basic principles around thou shalt not kill and you know murder and. And I this mean, government's done it. Well, they pull it in and out of schools like it's some sort of swear word, you know what I mean? I mean, it's basic, just, you know, do good to your fellow man sort of principles, but people reject it, you know what I mean? And, and this is mm. where we're going because of it. So, Robbo, your final words for those Kiwis, who, you know, the mum and dads, you're, you're a dad, just to a struggle, it's three long years for all of us of this nonsense. How do we keep going? It's like you're in the last part of a game and you're trying to find something you just might not even have to pull out to get you over that line. How do you, how do you pull up in 23 and say, okay, I can keep going. Not going to give up this fight mm. until it's clear this country. Um, yeah. It's, it's you appeal, are you appealing, appealing to the ones who believe everything comes out of Jacinta's mouth? Um, are you trying to I, I don't think there's anything I can say now. They've got to do their own homeworks, but um, I'd encourage them to take their blinkers off and actually look at the reasons why um, behind. Like we, we're pretty generic in the talking here that the vaccine's no good, but um, the numbers tell the story. Like, uh, for example, um, there's stats that come out every week of uh, the vaccination status of all COVID cases mm. in New Zealand and all COVID deaths. Um, and use, this is all Ministry of Health data. It's between 70 to 80% of all COVID cases in New Zealand and COVID deaths in New Zealand are boosted now. When we've only got 50, just over 50% boosted, um, now it could be, as far as the COVID numbers go, it could be that um, the unvaccinated aren't recording. You know, that makes sense. I don't, if I had it, I'd. I might have got a bug, I didn't record it to anyone. But it's pretty hard to not record a death. And um, if you die, you, if you're dead, you're dead, you know. So using their own stats, the same stats um, they pushed us into the vaccine with, uh, there's a fact now that 70, 80% of all COVID deaths are boosted. And that was supposed to be our most protected. And I don't mind standing beside that number because it comes from the MOH. Yeah. And um, the don't look at yourself. Yep. And wow. So that's my message to them. To, um, Everyone mm. else, it's um, yeah, of, of a good and evil thing resonates mm. a bit. I, I've never really been that way inclined, but um, the last couple of years, you certainly start <laughs> identifying a bit with yeah. what is good and what is evil. Mm. And when you get to the bottom of it all, you shit, how deep do I go into this? And there's good and evil out there, right? Mm. And I think we just got to, we've got to, um, we can't give up at all, it goes the same, but I think we've got, we got to um, keep being, live our own life and uh, do what's morally right and don't let anyone get in the road of that. And if we all do that, we've got nothing to worry about. Mm. Yeah, and brilliant. it's as simple as that. Um, don't be on buckle to what's yeah. good mm. and true and right yeah. and we win. Mm. And I think people power does win in the end and I think it'll be for that reason. I'm gonna finish with it in this farm meeting, a Maori woman was there and she told me a horrific thing. She said, just getting back to your protocol thing, Steve, she said that up north there's a lot of death happening mm. in Māori families. And what's coming back to them is a little box of ashes. And Māori don't do death that way. Mm. They get the bodies back and they, they sit with the bodies for three to four days. Mm. They sing, they honour them, they tell stories. Mm. They, they often get them on the marae. Mm. And, and there's no permission that those bodies have been incinerated. Wow. And with that burning, there's yeah. no evidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That evidence is forever gone. Yeah. So I also wanted to say in New Zealand, please ask for the body back and bury it because in future years it can be disinterred and we can do a full investigation into the cause of death, even yeah. if this government is hiding it. Yeah. But how dare they? Yeah. How dare they try to hide and burn the evidence yeah. of their criminality? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah. And if that, that doesn't work, legislation passed about that too. The, um, yeah, they, they modified the Coroner's Act. So. Yeah. so they didn't have time to look for everything. Absolutely. Um, They've reduced the numbers of coroners. Yeah. It's all very. Yeah. It's, it's criminality covering itself. It's not itself a conspiracy theory, but it's certainly. Criminality. Um, especially 
during a pandemic, especially some of the unanswered questions. And if I was in charge, I'd be going, wait a sec, we handle all this stuff here. Yep. Can we look at a couple of these mm. and, and find out the answer? Absolutely. Instead of going, nah, let's get rid of them. Oh, it's all a coincidence. It does not make sense. It's all yeah. a coincidence, isn't it? How many coincidences does it take before it's a no-brainer? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. It's all a coincidence. Yeah. You know, just the amount, amount of death at the moment, you know, like the UK is like a thousand a week more now. This is all mortalities, a thousand a week more than pre-COVID. So... And they're all saying, well, we don't know what it is, you know. Oh, like, you see, in mainstream news in Aussie just the other night, um, they said it was a 17% increase in excess deaths. Mm. Um, that's on their mainstream. But they also said it was because of uh, factors related to the lockdowns. And global Poss- warming, right? Yeah, probably. Climate um, change is killing it was, Wasn't um, it last, the last one eating eggs? Which we now know the sp- eggs bind to the spike defi- protein. It's definitely not the vaccine. Yeah, we can't even yeah, say yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we don't know what it is, but it's definitely not. What bad. normal person does yeah. not consider it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and look into yeah. it, like, yeah. um, especially wow. the information we've gotten. We see it doesn't work. Mm. Uh, a lot of people have been harmed. Mm. And if you want to see who's, who's been harmed, go on. Um, you have to look for it. It's on. Uh, Midsafe.nz. Just go type in safety report and, I mean, and go and have a look. But how many people have actually registered it? It's like, I think it's one percent. Yeah, well, right? I think it was five um, percent early on. The, mm. um, that was Midsafe himself. See, Danny, mm. about five yeah. percent. Incredible. And on Midsafe, it's about sixty-five thousand registered injured. New Zealand injured, but it's the it's the In ones the ones that um wow. uh, sixty-five thousand adverse events really? of special interest are the ones, and um, they've got a list of everything. Um, mm. Off top of here, can't. You know, just it's just a concern that we aren't able to talk. You know, just the same as in uh, Watangi. Well, you can't talk now. That's got to be a red flag right there. If you can't talk about an issue, what's the, what's going on? Absolutely. You know, who and decides who we can, what we can talk about? You know what I mean? Like and who should listen to? Yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we should do a bit of a re- reprise on the convoy, Robbo. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. It was pretty reckon? hard to rematch that because yeah, it was yeah. pretty. It was. The beautiful thing about that was it was pretty spontaneous, spontaneous. and everyone just sort yeah, of, yeah, I only there. jumped in the ute and went, you know, just because yeah, I, was. I wasn't not going to go and, uh, yeah, yeah um, but yeah, awesome. I'd rather have them all come here and fight Steve's top 10 guys, whoever <laughs> <laughs> wins gets to run the country or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, now there's a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> sort it out, mate. It yeah. It's really good you two met and thank you so much, Steve. And Rob, awesome. I'd love to have a bit more of an in-depth with you. No now worries. That, yeah, I love it. Yeah, great. Thanks, guys.